Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello. Welcome to the Beard Out Podcast. Podcast where we talk about the two greatest things in the world. Beard and Weird Out Yankovic. Hey you there, we've got a question for you. Are you tired of clickbait stories and the loudest voices driving discussions in culture and entertainment? If so, I'm Dylan. I'm Kendall. And I'm Corey. And we host the podcast From the Middle. We're middle-class guys living in the middle of America, in the middle chapters of our lives with points of view somewhere in the middle. We take a more reasonable and centrist approach in our discussions covering genres like comedy, culture, entertainment, and interviews with really interesting folks like business owners, comic creators, doctors, news anchors, New York Times best-selling illustrators, professional stand-up comics, and more. We really value a relaxed and conversational podcast, one that we hope is so fun and laid back, you'll forget you're not actually hanging out with us. So search at From the Mid Pod, just like it sounds, or check us out everywhere you can find podcasts. Here we go. Oh, hey. How are you doing? Have a seat. Have a drink. Boy, I can glad to see you. What the Everybody, this is a very special episode of the Beard Out Podcast. Oh, I see the excitement coming through the other screen anyway. Yeah, so this is the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Al. And this episode is so very special because I don't know if people were paying attention last year when I did the uh, Weird Al Fans Youth of the Nation edition. We had a very fine young gentleman kick off that episode, and he's here all by himself today. Isaiah, how are you? Hey! So, I'm a huge Weird Al fan, and I've got, like, the first time I ever heard of him was, I think my dad, we were in the car, we were, like, at Walmart, 
my dad was like, hey, there's this really cool song, like, that I really liked when I was a kid. And so I was like, yeah, let's hear it. And then I, I loved it. And I was like, are there, like, more, like, yeah. songs from this person? And that's really how I got into Weird Al. That's great. That happened, that's, you know, I'm older than you, but it happened to me the same way. It was my dad. He was like, hey, there's this Weird Al guy. We should check him out. So that's what we did. But man, I am distracted by the gloriousness of your beverage, sir. <laughs> Virgil's, you- Virgil's Root Beer, not sponsored. <laughs> it's not sponsored. They should sponsor us, though. This is the second time you've had that on the show. Yeah. And I got the Weird Al Tiki mug. That's great, because you did, before we jump into what we're even doing here today, because people, again, this is one of our, this is probably the last album ranking episode, because we've gone through all of the albums, but Isaiah here is, you know, where we're covering one of his favorite albums, because I figured, why the heck not, before we jump into doing different stuff with the albums, let's let this young man talk about Straight out of Linwood, so we're going to do that, but before we do that, you and I have something very special in common. We are both Weird Al Jeopardy champions. Oh, yes. I have it. I have it. Wait, I got to get this. Yeah. All right. Here, here's the plaque. Yes. Me that's... winning with the 400 points from the pi- They liked the picture that I drew, and so I won. That's great. For the final Jeopardy. I got the final Jeopardy. That's beautiful. Yes. So you have that glorious plaque. I have my glorious plaque. We have our medals. We are champions of Weird Al. So you did the VIP experience on the uh, unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent, ill-advised vanity vanity tour. Yes. I tried to say that at school, and then all my friends were like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. You love what you love and let people, you know, do it. Yeah. People, it happens to me too. I I talk about Weird Al at work all the time, and everybody's like, "Okay, Lauren, calm down." <laughs> yeah, I have something to say. Uh, congrats on getting engaged. Oh, thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. Just a little congratulations. I appreciate that. Yes, I'm very excited, and I will actually tell you. Um, you emailed me to do this episode not long after I sat down with my fiance's son to do his ranking episode on this. And I told him, I was like, so I put this episode out with you because he's 16. I put this episode out with you. And then Isaiah emailed me and I was like, I bet he heard you and was like, you know what? He did it. I can do it. So let's do it. And like, you just made him so happy. So he's actually going to come back on the show here fairly soon as well. Yeah, so when you met Weird Al, did you ask him anything? Um, When I met Weird Al, I'm going to talk about the second time, because this is before I got engaged, but I went with my fiancé, Russ, and I looked Weird Al in the eye, and I was like, I am the happiest I've ever been, and it's all your fault, because I met Russ because of Weird Al, because we both have podcasts, and we're both Weird Al fans, so Weird Al is the reason for all of this. Uh... I told him that. Did you ask him anything? I asked him, why was the part, so, you know that part in CNR, the video? Yeah. um, Oh, yeah. Where he falls off the Chrysler building, barely even stubs his toe. When you watch the video, that part's not in there. So I asked him why that's not in there, and he said, because they didn't pay them enough. (laughs) That's a very weird Al answer. Yeah. It's a very weird Al answer. 
All right. So before we jump into talking about this album, I have to, because I am I am obligated by law to let everybody here know you've got your beautiful Virgil's root beer with the twist top that you're drinking out of your weird Altiki mug as the Lord intended. I have a Voodoo Ranger Experimental IPA from New Belgium. It's um it's a very mild IPA. Uh so I'm not sure what the experiment is, but it's fine. So that's my bit there that I have to do because of what this show is. But I guess without further ado, let's talk about Straight Out of Linwood. So as we do with these, we're going off of my guests' rankings of the tracks on this album. So we're going to work off of Isaiah's list. And as I always say here, too, there are no bad Weird Al songs. There are just Weird Al songs that we like more than others. So if something is down low on somebody's list, it's just their, like, their opinion, man. It's fine. So. I guess let's start with your number 11. All right. My number 11, Polkarama. All right. I mean, it's kind of just like the average Weird Al polka song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really listen to it much. I mean, polkas really, like, they aren't my favorite in general. Okay. I think that, like, I'm, like, younger, so I don't know like, a lot of the songs that he's singing. Mm-hmm. Except for, like, the really popular ones. Right. Right, so, right, right. I mean, of as you said, there are no we- bad Weird Al songs. There are no bad Weird Al songs. So, there absolutely are no Weird Al, bad Weird Al songs. And you know what? Are there 12 tracks on this album? Yep, 12. There's 12. What was your number 12? Because I totally messed up. Polkarama. Pokorama uh, is your number yeah. 12. Yeah, okay. number 12. Okay. Oh, man. I messed up when I wrote all these down. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm just going off of my own dumb list here. But I actually have um, Pokorama at number nine. Hmm. For a lot of the reasons that you do. I think when this album came out, uh, it was getting to the point where... I knew a lot of the songs that were happening in this polka, but not enough for me to totally get everything the way that I did the ones that came before it, you know? So, mm-hmm. but you have to admit that the polkas have their funny moments and they're always worth laughing about. Mm-hmm. Right? All right. So, all right. Go ahead. What is your number 11? All right. Weasel Stomping Day. But I think that it's funny. It's like, it's like a Weird Al song, but I just think the one thing that doesn't, like, it just, like, doesn't make this, like, song, like, as good as others is it's kind of like a funny little, like, gag, like, short song, like, Harvey the Wonder Hamster, except, like, mm-hmm. a little longer. Yeah, I can it's, see how you'd feel that way. And it's, like, really goofy, even by Weird Al standards, but... Um, the music is funny. I mean, overall, it's just like, it's almost just like Harvey the Wonder Hamster. Yeah. Well, I mean, because we are dealing with rodents uh, once again, Uh, because you've got weasels and hamsters. They're both rodents. Here's the thing. I have Weasel Stomping Day at number four, and I will tell you why. Uh, Because I think what Weird Al is doing with Weasel Stomping Day is something very smart. I think 
he is basically like, you know how I'm sure you've heard people say, oh, we've always done it this way or like, oh, that's how ever, you know, that's how this always goes. Like, yeah. that's how this always happens, you know, because uh, have you ever thought to be like, uh, why do we put up Christmas trees or why do we, you know, carve jack-o'-lanterns at Halloween? Why do we do this? Yeah, It's tradition. That's why. What's it's the reason? Tradition. That, that makes, it, makes okay. it okay. You know? And so it's like there are some things that are quote end quote tradition that are like, huh, that's just a weird thing to do though. Why do we put a tree in our house? You know? But it's tradition that makes it okay. Just like weasel stomping day. Yeah, if you had if you had a random tree in your house and like and you you put up a bunch of decorations on it, and Christmas never existed. People would be like, "Why do you have a tree in your house?" Because I like it. That's why. <laughs> I like when you know you can ha- you can put a house in a tree. Why can't you put a tree in a house? Yeah, tree house. <laughs> exactly. I think that weasel stomping day. It's kind of like a whacking day. The episode from The Simpsons, whacking day. Yes, very much, very much like that. And Except there are snakes instead of weasels. Yeah, either way, though, vermin. You know, it's vermin. Okay. (laughs) What do you have at number 10? Because I feel like we're going to talk more about the songs you have up higher on your list anyway. All right. Don't come over. Don't come over to my house and like, like, don't come over here and like at my house and like, (laughs) like charge into my house. But at my number 10, I have pancreas. Isaiah, how dare you? That's my number one song. Ah. Okay, why does he? Why do you have that at number ten? So I think that, like, the concept of the song is funny. I think that, like, for my taste, I like like really intense songs. So, like, pancreas, it's kind of like a little mellow, like, mm-hmm. but. The one thing that it will help me with, if if I'm ever, like, when I'm in high school, and if we ever get a question, like, about the pancreas, yeah. that will definitely, this song will definitely help me. It 100% will. It's helped me while I've been watching Jeopardy before. Um, Like I said, I have pancreas at number one. I think this is one of the most brilliant Weird Al songs that there ever was. And I'm going to give you a little bit of post-episode homework. And it's not going to be difficult. I'm just going to tell you to listen to the song Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. Okay? And I'm going to tell you that... Oh, look, at he's furiously typing now. And actually, this is going to give me a minute to uh, do the thing. Wait a minute. I'll go check. Because <laughs> he knows where to find it. So, yeah, you're going to listen to the song Good Vibrations by the Beach Boys. And I guarantee it will take this song up a notch in your brain because you'll see what Weird Al was trying to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, and you'll probably like it. I mean, the, the Beach Boys are great. And a lot of what Weird Al does kind of comes from what they were doing. So just saying, give it a shot. Uh, what do you have at number nine? All right. So, number nine, don't download this song. All right. So, funny song. It's like, it's really funny. I like the music. Like, the punishments for downloading, like, a song. 
like, a really, like, over-the-top. Mm-hmm. But I think that the song is just, like, a little, like, outdated. Because people download... Like, I can go to Apple Music. I can go to Apple Music right now, and I could, like, download whatever song that I wanted. Yeah. You totally like, could. Like, it's not the same with, like, movies and stuff that you have to pay for, or, or like, games. Mm-hmm. But, like, songs, it's now, like, a lot different. It absolutely is. And I have this song at my number 12. This is my least favorite song on this album for a lot of the reasons that you're citing. Uh, because a, there are so many things that Weird Al does that are timeless. And this song is not timeless because downloading songs, we all do it every day. Like there are legal systems to do that now. Um, but this song, it, do you know what he's doing a style parody of here with this song? Nope. No. Okay. This is like, you might hear this around this time of year, actually. Um, there's a, uh, there's a Christmas song. Um, oh, well, you know, it's not even, I can't even think of the Christmas song, right? Do they know it's Christmas? And then there's another song called We Are the World. We're a bunch oh, of, right? Mm-hmm. We it's, sung, okay. So we sung that. I'm pretty sure someone sung that for our school. Like some grade sung that we are we are the world. So uh huh. Like at my school, some grade like in my school sung that song. I don't know if it was us. You know, <laughs> could you if you sang it? Did you remember doing it? Um, I don't remember, but it was definitely definitely someone. Like, one grade did it. Okay. But it's that kind of thing where there's a bunch of people, like, so it was a bunch of, like, music stars at the time getting together to, like, band together for a cause, you know? And so that's what this song is trying to be, where instead of, like, let's feed the hungry or let's, you know, you know, save the children, it's like, don't download music so the people can make the money. How else will I afford another solid gold Humvee? Right. Have you ever thought about that? Like a so, so there's a solid gold Humvee in this song. And then in the song uh um <sighs> This is the Life, there's a solid gold Cadillac. What's with all the solid gold vehicles? Because first of all, they'd be too heavy to function. Mm. Oh no, we did the math. It's too heavy. It wouldn't move. You could do gold plated, but solid mm-hmm. gold, it's too heavy for the engine to even work. So, you know what? They could have their solid gold stuff. You're going to go really, really slow. Yeah, you're probably going to you're probably you're probably going to pull out into the road and then I don't think anyone would like like if you if someone crashed into you, you would not be hurt at all. You would be just like the gold like bam. It'd be like It'd be like a car just running into, like, a wall or something. Yeah. It would be ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <sighs> what number are we on? Eight. Okay. What's your number eight? Uh, Do I creep you up? Oh, okay. That's my number nine. Hmm, so close. That's very close. Now, you know that this is a parody of Do I Make You Proud by uh, Taylor Hicks. I have no idea who Taylor Hicks is, but I know that. Okay. 
Taylor Hicks won season four of American Idol. I've never watched the show, but I've heard of it. Yeah, Definitely you know, heard of it. Yeah, it was big around this time, like we that because American Idol is where we got you know Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood and all those kind of people. But uh, yeah, nobody remembers Taylor Hicks. Yeah, it's just the people that the celebrities that no one remember. Yeah, so I mean, are they really even celebrities anymore? If you know yeah, people. Know. Yeah, they're probably. Once you've been featured in the Where Are They Now so, um, mag- <laughs> like, like page of the magazine, it's like your career's basically over. Yep, yep, pretty much, pretty much. So, yeah, why do you have this song where you have this song? All right, so it's a little bit too much like, like Melanie, not his most original song. Like, I could go down the list of, like, these kinds of songs, like, um, hmm, like, one more minute, mm-hmm. uh, one more minute, if that isn't love, uh, uh, you don't love me anymore, like, there are a bunch of songs like that, so, it's a good song, but it's, like, not one of his most original. Yeah, it definitely doesn't stand out all that much. I will say, there's one part of this song that I think is, it's so silly, but I love it every time I hear it when he goes, in my leg, in my leg. Uh, I, yeah, I crack up every time. In my leg. Because he goes, leg. He, he said, like, leg. And it just makes me chuckle. Yeah. But that's it's probably like the how, best part. It's just like, I used to, when I was um when I was younger, I used to get really mad when people on show, shows would say schedule instead of schedule. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the British way of saying it. They say schedule. I have been watching, um, like, YouTube videos and stuff done by, you know, British people. And uh, now, you know the word controversy, obviously. But when some when a British person says controversy, they say controversy. And I can't stop myself or it's controversial? No, it's controversial. And I'm like, ah, that's okay. All right. Like, I get it, I suppose. But at the same time, now, every time I see the, or hear the word controversy, I mean, I go, it's pronounced controversy. <laughs> yeah, it, we're having a controversy over the schedule. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> exactly. Oh, gosh. Okay. What? Do you have it number eight? Seven. Seven? Seven. All right. So, Canadian Idiot. Okay, so, see, I have that at number eight, which is probably why I got confused, because I was reading your mind. I knew what was coming. <laughs> All right. So, I think it's a great parody of American Idiot. It's super high energy and just, and fun, like just like the original. But I don't really get all the Canadian jokes. My dad, like, would really, like, have to explain them to me. But I was listening to um, the version on Apple uh, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, in the, in the live versions, he does this, like, um, Canadian sitcom joke. And then in the actual, like, recording on Apple, like, Music, he does that joke like it was in the live. Oh, what's the joke? 
Um, like, okay. So, <laughs> my dad, did you hear that? Did My dad just bit. did it. That's <laughs> <laughs> great. Yeah, so I was listening to it, and then, like, we heard that, and, it was, and we were both like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we both were so super confused. That's funny. That's real funny. Yeah. There are, like, when you're used to hearing, like, one version over the other, and then you hear something different, it's like, whoa. It blows my, did I, like, did you hear on the show before when I talked about the first time I saw Weird Al do the Night Santa Went Crazy live, <gasps> he did the extra gory version? Yes. And I was, like, I was 12 years old, like, what? 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 <laughs> the same exact reaction as us. He did that at the um, uh, ridiculous um, the unfortunate uh, return the, of the ridiculously self indulgent, ill advised vanity tour. When yeah. he did that version, like he did that version, and then the whole crowd was like, "Who knew that song was like?" What? That's not the right. That's not the right lyrics. Those aren't the right lyrics. Oh, but if you know, you know the extra very gory virgin, right? Yes, Virginia. Now Santa Claus is dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. That's so great. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, the no Canadian idiot. Uh, like I said, I have it at number eight. Um, I think part of it for me is I don't like American Idiot by Green Day so much. Um, I think the Canadian jokes are funny, but I also feel like it's kind of a one note sort of joke. Like you don't have, there's, trust me, it don't, don't even, you don't have to even really bother having a lot of the Canadian jokes explained to you because like, he's literally telling you what it is. Like they, they say a boot, um, they use the metric system. They have national healthcare. Uh, they're very polite, uh, cause they say sorry about everything. And it's that accent yeah, and, break. um, they have, they have coins for $1 and $2 that are called loonies and toonies and their money is very colorful. Yeah. Um, break, break your nose and they'll just say, sorry. Sorry. Tell me, tell me what kind of freaks are that polite? Yep. Yep. Well, that's the thing. When I, I broke mean, my, true. when I broke my arm, people were just standing over my like unconscious body. The last thing I remember looking at is a bunch of people standing, a bunch of people on bikes standing over my unconscious body. That's the last thing I remember seeing. Oh my god! It's like a bunch of these people. That's horrifying. How did you? I have to know now. How did you break your arm? Uh, did did a trick on my bike fell on my arm? Oh gosh! Oh gosh! Yikes! Yowie zowie! Yeah, and nobody said sorry. Yep. <laughs> Your unconscious body. You're killing me with this. That's, not, that's so great. It's not great that you broke your arm. I'm glad it's better now. Yeah. Uh was this was this did this happen since the last time you and I talked on this show? No, it happened it happened before that. Um, oh. It was after the race. It was after the race. It wasn't okay. even it wasn't even like during the race. And it was on the last jump, this oh, tabletop. God. I jumped over, I jumped, and then tried to do a trick and then fell on my arm. This is why I don't do tricks on bicycles, folks. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Okay, what do you have at number six? That's what we're on, right? All right, close but no cigar. Really? Okay, I have, to, I have that at number two. We can talk about that later. So, a great song overall. All the use of the instruments and the use of that, like, thing that... Yeah, the... the, the oh, there's a name for it. Oh, gosh. Um... Last time I talked about this song on this show, I was like, oh, you know, the spinny thing. The spinny thing. Uh, Wait a minute. I'll go check. <laughs> I never remember what it's called. Vibraphone. Oh. <laughs> Couldn't type fast enough. I got there. It's a vibraphone. Vibraphone. Yeah, I saw him playing that at the live. It was like... <laughs> like did slap it. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I saw him do this song on the Strings Attached tour. I saw him with the slappy thing. Yeah, slappy thing. That's what but I'm going to call it from now on, that's slappy what, thing. That is the technical term. Like, vibraphone is its legal name, but its technical name is the slappy thing. So you like the use of these slappy thing vibraphone in Close mm-hmm. But No Cigar. Yeah, Um, and I love the part... Where um where he says, um and I loved her even more than Marlon Brando loves souffle, <laughs> and then he breaks up with her just because she owns a copy of Joe Dirt on DVD. Yes, this song is so funny in the stupid reasons this guy picks for breaking up with these seemingly wonderful women. Oh. You know, that's why I love Weird Al songs. It's just like. It's like, there's no reason. There's no reason. Um, but there are layers to this, you know? Like, it's definitely it's definitely a commentary on how some people <laughs> are way too picky. And, uh, you know, don't look past little minute things to, like, how great somebody else otherwise is. So... Yeah, it's just how people are um, don't necessarily realize how great what they have is because like the third girl was so pretty she made Charlize Theron look like a big fat, big, fat slobbering pig. pig. The only caveat is one of her earlobes was just, was just a little, little tiny, tiny bit big. too big. So someone actually commented on the video of that. What if she's so rich? How about she did? How about she gets plastic surgery on her ear? Well. Here's my answer to that. If she's so rich and so beautiful, and the only problem with her is that one of her earlobes is just a little tiny bit too big, should she waste any of her money trying to fix it for a guy who can't overlook that one tiny flaw? Or should she go out and find somebody who's going to accept her for who she is? And she can own Joe Dirt on DVD all she wants, for all I care. Doesn't mean she's got to watch it. Have you ever seen Joe Dirt? Nope. Yeah, I mean, don't watch it. Uh, 
it's not great, but it's not worth dumping somebody over. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Close But No Cigar is a style parody of the band Cake. Have you ever heard Cake? Uh, no. No? I've, I've seen Cake. I've ate Cake. I've eaten Cake, too, yeah. Um, not the band, the food. Um, but yeah, it, if you want to put, again, in context for yourself what Weird Al was doing here, I would say listen to this song, Short Skirt, Long Jacket by the band Cake. Because uh, that will make this make more sense in your brain, too. And this is a thing. I'm glad we're having these conversations about these songs. Because when I was a kid, I heard songs like Velvet Elvis or Mr. Popeil. And I love I, those two songs. I love them. They're great. But I didn't know what the style parody was. I didn't get what he was doing. I just liked them for what they were. And then when I got older and I was like, oh, it's the B-52s and oh, it's the police. And I kind of made those connections in my head. It makes what Weird Al is doing 10 times more brilliant for you than you even thought it could possibly be. So I guarantee as much as you love Weird Al now, dig into like, the inspiration for a lot of these and listen to them and you're going to go, oh my goodness gracious, this man is a genius. All right, so should we go to um, number five? We absolutely should go to number five. All right. So I have at number five, Confessions Part 3. Okay, I have that at six. Oh, man, yours is just like one off. Everything is, like, one-off. It's not going to keep happening that way, kid, let me tell you. (laughs) Especially not with pancreas. Nope, and you see, you knocked out my one and two already. So, um, I like this song because, um, he does all this stupid stuff and makes it into, like, one seriously, like, really big confession. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like... But I mean, it's such a good song. It's like, um, I don't know what I'm. Is it? I can't tell if it's like a rap song. Um, it's I a mean, yeah. It's it's a parody of Confessions by Usher. Part, part two. Part two by Usher. Yep. And uh, so it's it's an R and B thing. So it's gonna have some singing and a little bit of rapping in it. So it's you know on the cusp of all of that sort of stuff happening there. But yeah, it's so silly. It's great. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite lines is um like the um I'm so sorry, Debbie. I mean Bridget. Yeah, I was just we literally just talking about that line in this song the other day because that is one of the most classic Weird Al bits that has ever happened. And we we made a decision recently that if an alien were to come down from outer space and only know music post the year 2000 and you needed to explain to them what it was that Weird Al did, which would mean that you couldn't play Eat It or Fat or smells like Nirvana. You couldn't, or or Gangsta's Paradise, Amish Paradise. You couldn't do that. This would be the song to explain what Weird Al does because it completely flips the whole thing on its head. Uh, 
because it goes from like confessions part two is some very serious stuff. Like this man was like not great to this woman in a lot of like very real ways. Okay. And then for confessions part three, the weird Al parody to be like, so, um, I slapped myself with a hockey stick. <laughs> That's the thing that happens. Sometimes in private, really like to dress up like Shirley Temple and spank myself with a hockey stick. Hockey, hockey stick. stick. <laughs> I mean, Bridget, and the way he says Bridget. Yeah, it's it, it's like, like, the unexpected, it's like, like, you never know what's coming next. You, you really never, never do. Yeah, you can never tell what's coming next in a Weird Al song. No, no, and what is a great joy for me, and I love that there are so many Weird Al songs that I, you can do this a lot of times, is playing a Weird Al song that somebody hasn't heard yet and watching their face when they get the joke. Yeah. This one, so I saw, I saw another one rise of the boss in, in front of like basically my entire family at Thanksgiving. And once they all got the joke, they started cracking up. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. We all should have weird Al at the holidays. I'm glad you did. That sounds great. Yeah. I think this is a good song. Um, and it's a it's a solid number five for you. But what is your number four? Because we're getting into All it right. now. So trapped in the drive through. Okay, I have that at number seven. All right. So, um, I mean, it's really hard to, to parody a twelve minute song. Mm-hmm. You need li- you need a really like special talent to parody twelve minute song. Yes. And like. It's just, I, I mean, it's just so, the problem's so basic and, like, every day. And, like, Weird Al just makes it into this, like, dramatic, world is collapsing song. Yeah. Uh, one thing that's, that's a very, it's a very astute observation, sir. Yes. Um, I have had conversations with Lily Hirsch, who wrote the book Weird Al Seriously, about this very song. And this is one of her favorites because it paints such an accurate depiction of a very mundane moment in a relationship between a man and his lady with the difficulties of figuring out what the heck to eat for dinner. Like... It happens on a daily basis. What are we going to eat today? And it turns into this 12-minute epic, right? It's yeah. so brilliant. Weird Al is the king of... There's two things that happen. Either something very, very small turns into something epic, like what happens in this song, or something really, really big and terrible it's like, oh, well, that's no big deal. Like Christmas at Ground Zero. It's like, oh, well. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Or it's like, he forgot the onions. I know. It's such an, uh, that's like the plot twist at the end. I, uh, I, um, I unwrap the paper and I bite into those buns and I just can't believe it. They forgot the onions. <laughs> exactly. It's like, that's the tragedy of the day. That's the tragedy of the day. It's very much like, why does this always happen to me? 
Oh yeah, why does this always happen to me? I love that song. I love singing that when I'm when I'm like like something bad happened to me that's like really small, but like I like see it as something really big. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, we're all like that. We're all very self centered in our way. Like it's just humans. That's just people. Like something can happen to us that happens to like everybody everywhere every day. And if we're unhappy about it, then oh no, it's the worst. It's the worst. So. Yeah, that also does, like, what you said, um, like, something really big happens and it's just, like, a not, like, a big deal. But he makes it, like, a big deal because of something else. Uh-huh. That's completely, like, why'd they have to interrupt The Simpsons just for this? I know. Oh, gosh. Have you heard me tell this story about how when the COVID pandemic started and... I like to watch The Price is Right every day, but every day at the beginning of the COVID pandemic, they would interrupt The Price is Right to do a press conference about COVID. And I'm like, okay, but like the news is going to be on in like a half an hour. Can't you just put that on at the news so I can watch Drew Carey with people, please? I just want to watch The Price is Right. And so I was very much like, why did you have to interrupt The Price is Right just for this? When's Weird Al going to do better next weekend on The Price is Right? <laughs> right? Ah, uh, that's wonderful. The Price is Right. So good. Okay, so I want to say for those people keeping score at home, we have Isaiah's top three left. What we still have available are my number 10, my number five, and my number three. That number three better be my number one. <laughs> I have a feeling it is. But let's go. What's right. your number three? What Number three, I. some people might guess this, some people might not. White and nerdy. Oh, that's my number three. Oh, oh. okay. So I talked about this on my original appearance mm-hmm. when I was like a tiny little tot. I was in, <laughs> it was a year I grew- ago. I know, but I, I've grown a lot. Really? How much taller are you now than you were then? Eh, a couple, like a couple inches. Really? Yeah. I wish I could grow a couple of inches. I'm very short. So I think that this is probably one of the greatest parodies he's ever done. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just the opposite. It's literally the opposite. This takes a gangster rap song and makes it into this big nerd song. Uh-huh. Like... Like, I mean, I've listened to it a lot of times. It's, like, one of his most popular songs. And I think that I've gotten, like, over it a little bit. And that I still love it, but there's other Weird Al songs that I listen more. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And this song is great. That's why it's my number three also. Um, But you, you are definitely, like, right there with it. This song is... The opposite, but it's also the same in a weird way when you think about it. Because the Chameleonaire song, Riding, is about people judging his crew for the way that they look. They're trying to catch them riding dirty, right? Flip side of that coin, White and Nerdy, is about... People judging people for the way that they look. They think that I'm white and nerdy. 
right? Yeah, so and like for and different like reasons. The ga- like the gangsters, um, like they just they they don't accept him because he's a nerd. Like, yeah. I especially like the opening. They see me mowing my front lawn. Mm-hmm. I think that once you listen to those words, you get the entirety of the song. Oh, for sure you do. And I cannot mow the lawn without this song popping into my head. I can't. I just can't. It's great. It's great. And, I mean, the video was super funny. Um, I I like, uh, you know, every time I get bubble wrap, I was like, pop, pop. Hope no one's... <laughs> Yeah, because I, I I just um I just had to wrap a package. I just sent my brother something, and v- via the United Parcel Service UPS, uh, and I wrapped some stuff in it with bubble wrap, and like I really wanted to pop it, but I was like, no, I need this to do what it's designed to do, but I wanted to pop it so bad. Yeah, when my mom gets a mail for, like from her work, like like in a package, I see the bubble wrap, and then I immediately start jumping on it. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. Oh my gosh. We are down. We're down to your top two, aren't we? Oh, and like I said, I have five and ten left. All right. (laughs) All right. Virus alert. That's my number five. And look it, I feel like turnaround, turnabout is fair play or whatever they call it because you knocked pancreas out really early. So I don't mind that your number one is my number 10 because it seems like it's fair. But anyway, oh, yeah, let, it, let's yeah, that, it actually is completely fair. Mm-hmm. But I get to I get to do the big gasp. You get to do the oh, you do. OK, you get to do the big gasp when we get there. We're not there yet, even though everybody knows what the big gasp is going to be. But you still get to do it. But let's talk about virus alert. Let's give it a right. moment in the sun. So, it's your number two. The things that like he comes up like with and the scenarios are like stupid, funny, and bizarre. Like, hey everyone, listen up your attention if you please. Really want to give you a warning because I found out this morning about a dangerous insidious computer virus. <laughs> if you should get any mail with the subject stinky cheese. It's just like stinky cheese. Why? Well, Why well, stinky cheese? Why well, not? I'll tell you what. Back in the day, emails would come with like really weird subject lines like that. Nobody knew why. Nobody... It's just like how parents think, like wh- think why people find bread falling over funny. Hmm. So here's the thing, though. This song, it's warning you about a computer virus. And now, how do you get a computer virus? By downloading free Minecraft. Downloading free Minecraft. Clicking links in emails, right? That you shouldn't open or click on. And isn't it hilarious how this song ends with forward this to every single person that you know, hit, send, write, no. This is the virus saying, send me to everyone. Uh, I always thought that, um, it, that he'd send, that he'd send the, like, the warning to everyone. Yeah, you're, sure. no, you're sending the warning, but the email is coming in and the virus is in the warning and this is how the virus is spreading itself. Isn't that insanity? Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, I like how um it goes from then calls a major rift in time and space and leave a bunch of Twinkie rappers all over the place. That's right, so, it's a virus. So, like, it's just a mix of reality, stupid, and extreme. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the three categories of, like, most Weird Al songs and this song. So, I mean, like, it can't, it will make, it can make your computer screen freeze. Erase your hard drive, but not neuter your pets or translate. Or it can it can actually translate your documents into Swahili if it, it could if it if it wanted to, but it couldn't change the pH balance in your pool or give you a permanent wedgie. Well, that would be that would be terrible to have, and it could not make your TV record Gili, <laughs> which is terrible because that was the worst movie that ever happened. Uh. <laughs> ah, oh my gosh. Okay, I want to give you some time to talk more Weird Al stuff after we finish with this. So I'm going to do my fake drum roll. Um, What? Okay, very good. You're giving me a drum roll. We know what it is. What is your number one? I'll sue you. Uh, that's my number 10. practicing that i've been practicing that <laughs> you've been practicing the trademark lauren gasp when people disagree with my very correct opinion <laughs> so yeah i will just say i'm not big into rage against the machine music and this is a rage against the machine style parody i think it's funny but it's not my kind of song so go ahead why is it your number one all right it's just straight up hilarious every single verse it's like like like, especially, especially the opening one, every time it gets me laughing. I sued Taco Bell because I ate half a million chalukas and I got fat. <laughs> it's all, it's all just his fault. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's almost like a song about blaming people, like, for their, for, like, blaming other people, like, big companies for their problems. That is exactly what it is, because guess what? It's a spoiler alert. That's exactly what people do. <laughs> spoiler alert if you're if you're less than if you're less than six years old and you're watching this podcast (laughs) all right that's how people are people are gonna blame other people when they screw up that's just the way it is that's why i work alone in school projects uh yeah i i get that I get that. Uh, I teach college, and I my, I know my my students hate it when I make them do group projects. But guess what? You gotta work with other people in the real world. <sighs> yeah, I know you're gonna have to learn how, though. It's terrible. Yeah. So I think that this song has one of his Weird Al's best jokes of all time. I sued Colorado. I, I sued Colorado <laughs> because. You know, I think it looks a little bit too much like Wyoming. It totally does, too. I I could search up a map of Wyoming and uh, a map of the U.S. and then look at Colorado and Wyoming right next to each other. They'd both be just like these rectangle and like rectangle and square. Yeah, they're just they're just they're basically the same. There's nothing unique about either one of them. Now, I live in Florida. Talk about a shape. Florida's got a shape you can't mistake. <laughs> and Texas. Texas also has a shape that 
Yep. New Jersey, you can't find. New Jersey, like, you just, you can't find it. It's tiny, but we all know where it is. Yeah. It's up there in the armpit. <laughs> so, that was, do you have anything else you want to say about Alsuya? Um, I mean, I just think that it's, like, hard, like, energetic. It's just energetic. We po- we saw him play it live, and as soon as I heard that, like, mm-hmm. or whatever the beginning sound is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like I started getting really excited, uh-huh. pumped up. No, I I know the exact feeling. I did the same thing when he started doing Velvet Elvis when I saw him. Uh, I like I put my arms up on the seat next to me and I kind of like lifted myself up and I looked at my brother's like, oh my god, he's doing the thing, he's doing the thing, he's doing the thing, and I freaked out. Um, but yeah, I totally get that. So that was straight out of Linwood Isaiah style. I I kind of wanted to talk about the the Weird Al movie. Yes. I really wanted. Um, so I kind of like the uh, like the movie was really good. Yes. Like obviously, like obviously. Yeah, I really like the new song. Um, now you know it's just about all the stuff that you never knew about him, but now you know it because you watched the movie. Yep. Exactly. That's what. That's what. That's why people watch the movie because you got to know. You have to know the very real story of Alfred Matthew Yankovic. How about the part where I died? Spoiler I was not ex- I was not expecting that. <laughs> That's great. Did you happen to see I mean Al has posted on his Twitter now at this point. The the one um Weird Al took one prop from the set. He took the gravestone that said Alfred Matthew Yankovic ate it 1985 like he took the gravestone and he put it in the garden at his house and he said it took his wife two weeks to notice it (laughs) oh my god that's the most weird out thing you could ever do (laughs) so um my favorite part in the movie oh so he also made this other tweet where he was like he was like i can't believe i got my first original award except for eat it of except for eat it of course Mm mm-hmm You'd only get the joke. I bet all the people who didn't watch the movie, if there are any that exist there on this planet be. Earth, um, are like, what are you talking about? It's a it's a parody of Beat It. No. No. Nope. It was yeah. an original all along. Eat It is a completely original song. Exactly. Yeah, so did you watch the movie the day that it came out? I actually watched it the day after because my dad was playing Mo- the Modern Major General and he in Pirates of Penzance play. Oh. So he had he had a rehearsal and so we couldn't watch the movie. So he is the very model of a modern major general. Yeah. I know the entirety of I am the very model of a cartoon individual. I am the very model of a cartoon individual. My animation's comical and usual and whimsical. Quite adeptic, funny, guest, comedic, theory. I have looking wicked puns and stupid jokes who handles that drop on your head. Yeah, it's beautiful. I sung that at um my camp talent show. When oh I went to camp. my god! So uh, uh, I am the very model of a cartoon individual is from Animaniacs, right? Yeah, Animaniacs. Yeah, because I used to know in its entirety, and I did this when I was in school. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Columbus, Columbus is the, the capital of Ohio. Ohio. There's Montgomery, Alabama, South Carolina. Yeah, that's how I know the state capitals is from. Yeah, that song. <laughs> yeah. I brought the lyrics to school. I brought the lyrics to school. I mean, 
I have had my talent show. I've definitely had my talent show moments, but I think the most impressive thing that I've ever saw, saw at a talent show is someone, so someone, uh, one person is juggling a um soccer ball. The other person's solving a Rubik's Cube. Okay. <laughs> and they have to solve it in like, like, 50 seconds. They have to solve the Rubik's Cube in 50 seconds. And if mm-hmm. they mess one thing up, it could like, go they would have to like reset the entire thing oh my goodness it's like it was just like so it's like so nerve-wracking just watching it yeah oh i could only imagine there's a whole documentary online that i watched a couple of months ago about people that solve rubik's cubes really really fast like they do it in like three like super fast i'm like how though how though like honestly, like it would take me longer than that just to peel the stickers off and put them back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's almost like the people who like. It's almost like people who play video games and speed run them. How do you complete a How do you complete a game that usually takes people months to complete in under an hour? I, I don't know. People are crazy. That's pretty much my answer for anything. Um, but I did say that this would take about an hour. And it is taking about an hour. So we're like right on schedule. (laughs) Um, Before I let you go, since I usually talk to people who have, you know, music projects or podcasts they want to promote, is there anything you wanted to shout out or anybody you'd like to thank here at the end of the episode? Please go for it, Isaiah. All right. So the first thing, subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel where I upload like gaming content. Okay, D- email me the link to that, and I'll put it in the uh, description for the episode, okay? Manipulin, M-A-N-I-P-U-L-A-N. Go search it up on YouTube right now. Okay. Make sure it's not the Spanish weather, though. <laughs> okay, it won't be the Spanish weather, because you're going to email me the link, so I put it in the show description, so all people have to do is go to the notes oh, on yeah. this show, and they can just click it. See, so nobody's yeah. going to mess that up. I really want to thank my dad because he's gotten me into Weird Al in the first place. So I'd, I'd never be here if he hadn't gotten me into Weird Al. That's great. Yeah. Perfect. And we all always need to thank Weird Al for just being Weird Al. Right. So this has been the most very specialist episodes of very special episodes and we're kicking off 2023 here with a bang. I mean, this is our first very special episode of the year, so I'm calling it that. But uh, anyway, I guess uh, I think it's about time to say... Uh, and that's when those security guards threw us out. So we're going to put a pin in this episode. Isaiah, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for inviting me on here. It was so nice of you. Oh, and absolutely. You're welcome back anytime, by the way. You're delightful. It was, it was a pleasure. It, was, it really was. <laughs> Good. So I guess without further ado, here comes the theme song. We'll come at you again next time, people. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. I got a one.
Hey, Vodka. That's so again.